Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. Thanks for uh, listening to the Tech Vibe Radio Buchanan Labs podcast series detailing all the cool, fun stuff happening in Pittsburgh's technology scene. And we have been really focusing on Pittsburgh's robotics industry. As everyone knows, it's been making headlines. I just love it. It makes me so... I get so pumped and so proud when I see all the great work that's coming out of here. And it all has its genesis from one place, really. At the end of the day, it all starts with Carnegie Mellon University. And they've been working on robotics for like 40 years now. It goes deep into the 70s when, when research was, was first happening to, be, to really begin everything that's kind of happening now. And uh, we, are, we are talking to Matthew Travers from Carnegie Mellon. So Matt, thank, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Love being here. And just remind everyone that we are at a sender. And that is your phone going off. And that I love is, it, man. There's nothing wrong with that. I thought I turned it off. It's a but, tech show, man. Hey, nobody's perfect. You can take the call if you want to. Uh, we'll just <laughs> listen in. Like, <laughs> is there a way to patch them in? <laughs> I think this is actually the important thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know you work on the slides you were telling me about. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're calling about. Exactly. Are the slides done yet? Yeah, that's Come right. On. Come on, let's do it. Cracking so, the whip. Well, I love being here at Ascender at Buchanan Labs. And Buchanan Labs is this great thing here. If you're a startup and you're hanging out at Ascender, you have access to some really great people, really smart people and great connections through the labs, whether it's it's legal stuff, financial stuff. They're, they're here to help and just, just kind of hang out and see what's going on. So I really recommend everyone to check out Ascender and check out Buchanan Labs. Yeah, as far so as do that I. Goes. Yeah. So, Carnegie Mellon University. Yeah. Come on, man. How long have you been there? What do you do there? Uh, besides, besides making slides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I promise. It's a very interesting look. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I actually started out as a postdoc there. Um, but I'm now actually co-managing, which is the biorobotics lab. Okay. Um, so I've been around in one way, shape, or form for about five years now. So I started a faculty position there yeah. last July. Okay. Uh, so a little bit over a year. Are you from Pittsburgh? I am not. Where are you from? Um, so I grew up in Rhode Island. Yes. Yeah. Uh, spent a bunch of time in Colorado. Okay. Then grad school at uh, Northwestern. Okay. So Chicago and then here. So I tell people I'm gradually making my way back, uh, back towards the East Coast. There you go. Yeah. Well, stay here for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. It's cool. All right. Yeah, yeah. So keep going. So yeah, with, with, with the lab and what you do. Um, yeah, cool. So we have a pretty diverse, we have one of the largest, just I think in terms of, you know, sheer number of people who work for the lab, uh, one of the larger labs in the Robotics Institute, which is part of the School of Computer Science. Um, so the Robotics Institute, just as a you know, sense of scale, has about 60 full-time uh, faculty. So you talk to people, I have people I collaborate with or at places like University of Rochester, and they are the robotics faculty. Right. You know? gotcha. <laughs> so to put it in perspective, there are 60 full-time just within the RI. Uh, and the Robotics Institute is part of School of Computer Science. There's another department, which is just machine learning, I if know. you want to talk about artificial intelligence, right? So, I mean, there is so much going on within just our one department. 
engineering. Never mind the school the of school, engineering. I know. I know. Uh, right. Why I so. keep saying I sleep better at night because Carnegie Mellon and it's computer science and engineering schools so are there doing what it's doing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's cool. But uh, so our lab in particular um, has a pretty diverse set of interests. Um, everything from you know low-level engineering, systems-level engineering. So we actually build our own robots um, all the way up through industrial engineering. So we do a bunch of work with um, large industrial uh, manufacturers. Of, so Boeing, for example, Foxconn, the company that makes mm-hmm. effectively everything. Yes. Uh, but the iPhones included. Um, so and everything sort of in between. So non-invasive surgical devices uh, to locomotion robots. So we're pretty famous for these the snake-like robots, which Dave Rawlinson, who's sitting to my left, uh, actually has done a bunch of amazing work on over the years. Walking robots, so things for doing like uh, urban search and rescue or industrial uh, inspection. It seems like there's a robotic application for pretty much everything these days. Yeah. Um, they're really, you know, that's the way I like to think about yeah. it. I mean, we, we mentioned <laughs> earlier about, I mean, basically like nano-sized robots. Yeah. Like the ones that, are, that will fit inside of a capillary. A uh, yeah, robot. that's like, right. What's um, up with that? I mean, that is like something where you're building these under a microscope then, right? <laughs> yeah, so not even, right? So the components are way too small to even manipulate with, you know, what you'd think of as a tool. Right. Um, so you actually have to create special manufacturing processes. So it's actually micro scale is sort of like the big, one of the big areas right now. Um, so this is really marrying sort of like biology, literally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and with, you know, basic engineering, locomotion engineering. So the ones in particular, one of the projects that I'm working on, the bodies of the robots are actually put together with strands of DNA. Do you have a slide about that? I do. Yeah, I thought you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I just presented one. <laughs> yeah, or I presented it several times over the last couple of weeks. You know, it's orientation. Absolutely. I know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to sell it. Life is sales. Don't let any, anyone tell you differently. So what are you not working on is, is more of the question. So, yeah, it's a good question. Um, but, you know, I'm very fortunate that I have a ton of talented people who, you know, mm-hmm. I can have an idea and by Tuesday, you know, someone has a better idea of how to do it. And it's just a, it's a very sort of fluid uh, environment to work in. And that's really what drives, you know, enables you to have such a diverse set of interests and be able to actually do meaningful work for sure. uh, in a lot of different directions, which Absolutely. is the most important part, in my opinion. Absolutely. Just reminding our listeners, we're talking to Matthew Travers from Carnegie Mellon University. So Carnegie Mellon in its robotics department, engineering, computer science, all these schools together have really made, it, it, it's like a desk, people are just... It's like it's like a it's like a knife fight to get into the school. Like everybody wants to be there because it is the place to be, as far as that goes. And uh, I'm I'm just curious. Like I mean. You, everyone knows they're making a difference there, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it just something they're, they're just they're researching and just working so hard that they're not even thinking about? But do they know what a great job they're doing? Um, so, because like I want to be able to celebrate these 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 men and women a little bit and be like, you're doing some freaking phenomenal work here, and the world needs to know about. It. Everyone's like, no, I'm researching right now. Like, yeah, I mean, I think it's you know, it's sort of a it's an interesting question, right? Because you know, yeah, slowing down to you know deal with acknowledgement right in some sense is you know, I don't know I don't have a good answer for you to be perfectly honest but I just get proud of it all and I just want everyone to know about everything that's kind of going on there to me it's just like everyone needs to get like a handshake and a pat on the back and I like keep doing yeah. what you're doing that's all I'm saying I mean it's just it's cool to basically hang out with a bunch of really smart people who are yeah. all trying really hard that's Absolutely. the thing that really you know in my if I've noticed anything in being there right I mean it's not just that people are smart it's that they're trying they're you know, putting in a lot of effort and that level of you know talent and preparation is just something that's really special. And they're trying to solve really hard problems too. And these are like problems that affect the world. And these problems are, that matter, right? And, and problems that matter, exactly. Right. You put it. I just uh, find that just I so amazing. It. 
Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's everything from you know the new brain initiative that was started a couple years ago. So trying to better understand you know a multidisciplinary effort to you know between computer science and you know neurological researchers and just trying to bring together to do everything from better understand the human brain and thinking and intelligence just in general all the way down to building you know the nuts and bolts engineering exactly. as we said a couple of minutes ago. And it's everything in between. And yeah, it's it's electric, I guess. So how do we take all this cutting-edge research and turn it into great companies like the Seagrids and the Heavies that we've been talking to? Because to me, I mean, that's where the super magic happens is when you actually get that research, it starts solving a problem, and someone's buying it to solve that problem. People make money, they pay taxes, and yeah. let the circle of life continue, right? Yeah, it's pretty amazing, right? I mean, because you know, typically you'll think about university research as basic research is what it's you know typically called um, but you know it's interesting now that what basic basic research used to you know be a 20 year time horizon let's say before it'd be ready for market right people start their phd thesis now and 4 years later start a, a do a startup right. you know based on the work that they did over the last 3 or 4 years okay. right so the rate at which technology is maturing from basic research into commercializable yeah. products uh, is just accelerating exponentially i believe it so what are you thinking about when it comes to the future right now? What are, what are your thoughts on what we should be thinking Making about? Making slides. Yeah, I already told you I know, Well, we all know the slides are <laughs> the future, but, but besides the slides. Um, right, I mean, I don't think, you know, just in terms of technology development in general, I mean, I don't think anyone really knows, right? I mean, it's sort of the thing that rate at which artificial intelligence research in particular has picked up over the last couple of years and the number of publications and now the number of conferences and the number of dedicated journals, which is right. ultimately sort of how we, in academia anyway, measure you know, growth, uh, if you want to think about it that way, is just, it's increasing at such a rate that I don't think anyone could really you know, reliably tell you. For sure. So, Matthew, if people want to learn more about what you do, is there a great website they can go to just kind of get a little taste of all these crazy projects you've been talking about? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, biorobotics.org okay. uh, is the sort of main website, and then personal websites are off of there, but that would you know, be the, the most central place to Perfect. go and look at the, the work going on in the lab right now. How awesome is that? I love it. It's great. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. Absolutely. Fantastic stuff. Just reminding everyone, we are doing this content series from Buchanan Labs here at Ascender. This is Jonathan Kirsten with Tech Vibe Radio. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.